So Rob, since the rollout of the so-called COVID vaccines, um, to our sad surprise, we see increased mortality across many age groups. We have life insurance figures from the United States where insurance analysts say, well, the death rate in young adults has increased by 40 to 60%. We have data uh, from across Europe that shows in the similar age group, you know, 16 through to, I think, 75 to yeah. 75, yeah. that you suddenly have a rise in excess mortality. So more people are dying and it at least correlates temporarily with the rollout of the COVID injections. What's happening? Yeah, I think many people have been very focused on looking at adverse event data. The, the difficulty is that there is huge underreporting, and and while typically there has been a view um, held by a number of studies of VAERS prior to COVID that there may be somewhere between one and ten percent underreporting. We actually don't know in relation to COVID nineteen. We've had a completely uh, unusual set of circumstances in which there's been um, coercion, there's been, uh, they've made it very difficult for some um, medical doctors to actually report. It's a, it's a you know, time pressured uh, environment that many people are working under. It takes a lot of time to actually submit a full various report. Um, and obviously this similar thing applies whether you look at the yellow card reporting system in the UK or the um, um, European um, uh, surveillance system that's used as well with UDRA. Yeah, um, and in Canada, reporting an adverse event from the COVID injections is a way to lose your medical license. Exactly. So, so that's that's all of the coercion. So it may be much more than 10%. So that drives us to look at all-cause mortality, um, excess mortality. So that's the additional mortality over the average that you would expect um, at a given time in the year looking at the last five years so that's people data. dying from all causes yeah. how many so, people are dying so the, the the bottom line is, is that when you look at all the euromomo um project which is a european commission run project that was originally designed to be looking at uh, influenza mortality is a useful place to go um it it, it just collates essentially um mortality data from um all the 27 EU member states, plus some additional ones like the UK, four countries of the UK, um, but also Israel, Ukraine, a few others as well. And what we see when we look at those data, we see very clearly the the first wave spike, a nice clean spike that was does almost certainly relate to um, COVID-19 impact and hospitalizations um, and uh, uh, and obviously a kind of dry tinder effect that, that was in the elderly populations that had low immune resilience they were taken out in a very short space of time so you'll see it's the area on the under the curve is still relatively small because they all went pretty quickly and those people may have died but that total numbers of deaths may have been um, effectively um, you know displaced through a number of months they would have died later um, if you then look at the second and, and third waves you'll see these broader messier peaks that are still well above uh, the excess now when you start to break that down on in Euromoma in terms of age categories 
What's interesting is in 2021, the year that the jabs were rolled out, is we don't see excess mortality in the very old, the over 75s, the older age groups, the, the ones that were very much impacted in 2020 with the first and second wave. Um, what we see is this really disturbing trend um, from the age of 15 through to 75 of people dying in 2021 at a higher rate. Now, that has not been explained. Obviously, it there are going to be a very wide range of reasons. And, you know, if we're interested in how people should respond to a circulating pathogen, um, we've, we've got to understand what's causing these younger people, still got a lot of life ahead of them, to die at this much higher than average rate. Um, and um, some of it can do be due to a um, you know a breakdown in the healthcare services. So people who would have normally been able to get earlier detection of say cancer or even heart disease um, and could have done something about it have not been able to do that. Um, but it, I don't believe it's possible in any way to rule out um, impacts of the COVID-19 injections that are not accounted for through normal adverse event reporting. Because normal adverse event reporting is, is typically captured, you can look at the Bayer's data and see this, the, the first few days, particularly the first three days post-injection, that's when you encounter most of the adverse events. Now, if we start to see um, impacts that relate to mortality that are delayed, you know, weeks, months after that, um, typically they're not going to be reported as adverse events. And yet they might well be related to very severe disturbance of the immune system. And um, I think we're going to talk about that further. But, um, you know, for example, if, if, if we see COVID-19 vaccines being a, a potential environmental trigger for autoimmunity. And we know a lot about the principles about how autoimmunity establishes itself. Usually you've got an element of a genetic predisposition. Secondly, you've got um, leaky barriers, whether it's the blood-brain barrier, the GI tract, leaky gut. Um, so we've got permeability issues there. And then on top of that, we have an environmental trigger. And the mainstream is a million miles away from recognizing COVID-19 injections as a potential trigger. But we've got all the evidence from the Salk Institute um, to show that we are basically super saturating the global population, least of all people in Africa, but pretty much everywhere else, with this cytotoxin that has everything going for it for being a very important candidate as an environmental trigger for autoimmunity. Um, so the, the long and short of it is we've got to stop just relying on adverse event data and we've got to be looking at all-cause mortality. And right now, um, there is no adequate explanation for this massively elevated, very significantly elevated um, uh, excess mortality amongst these younger age groups. Um, and yes, I would propose that we, you know, remove the skepticism, remove this blindness that has occurred and, and look at COVID-19 injection and everything they come with, all the um, other ingredients um, in the lipid nanoparticles, 
all the undisclosed ingredients that we now see nine different studies around the world suggesting there may be undisclosed ingredients such as graphene in, in there playing a role in terms of inducing potential excess mortality yes and i think uh, it's important for people to understand too that we have support from the microscope when you look at the autopsy works of dr burkhart dr cole you know immunofluorescent staining for the spike protein showing the poison tissues which resulted in the deaths and for instance in canada you cannot get that test done so we'll have young people die within a few weeks of their COVID injection and an autopsy will say well nothing to see here we don't know why i died just died yeah. nothing to do with the injection and yet you know dr burkhart who we've, we've talked about before in future before in germany took initially 15 cases of people who died whose autopsies had said it had nothing to do with the injection one of them had died as much as a year after the injection and the autopsies consistently showed spike protein poisoning of the organs involved in the dying so the 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 suspicion that you're, you're or the, the the healthy suspicion to look at this sudden excess mortality in these young age groups we had a disease that killed some old people and now with an injection we have young people dying um, and the suspicion to connect that to the other big thing that happened on earth which is the first time in the history of mankind almost the entire species has been forced and coerced into an injection that's never been administered before I think looking at these two things and putting them together is to do otherwise would be to just basically put blinders on. 100%. Yeah.